On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, May the 28th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The coalition conundrum. The special Knesset committee tasked with preparing the bill to dissolve the House and call new elections is continuing to prepare the measure for second and third readings. This after the proposed legislation was approved in a first reading last night. Likud Knesset member Mickey Zar said at the start of this morning's committee session, We are in a strange and incomprehensible situation and extraordinary efforts are being made to prevent going to elections, but until now, with no success. During the session, Zohar proposed five possible election dates, ranging from August 27th to October 29th. A Treasury official at the meeting said that the cost of dissolving the Knesset would be at least 475 million shekels. Zohar's Likud colleague, Yoav Kish, says he thinks that there's a good chance that a solution can be found by tomorrow morning to bridge the positions of the Prime Minister and the Haredi Orthodox parties with that of Yisrael Beitenu, leader of Igdor Lieberman, regarding the law on military service for yeshiva students and that it could be possible to form a new government. Meanwhile, Lieberman, for his part, said this morning that the only thing driving his party is standing on the principles and promises it made to the public before the elections and since then. We are not looking to bring down Netanyahu and are not looking for an alternative candidate, but we won't concede on our principles and our promises to the citizens of Israel, Lieberman wrote on Facebook. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in a special statement from the Knesset last night after a meeting with Lieberman ended without result, blamed the Yisrael Beitenu leader for the deadlock and urged him to rethink his stance. Netanyahu faces a Wednesday midnight deadline to inform the president if he has succeeded in forming a government. Over in the opposition, Knesset member Yael German of Blue and White said that if the prime minister fails in forming a new government by tomorrow midnight, he must go to the president, admit his failure, and return the mandate he was given. German said that in such a situation, the president should task Blue and White party leader Benny Gantz with trying to form a government. And against the backdrop of the political crisis, sources in the law enforcement system say that the current difficulties in forming the coalition do not justify postponing the pre-indictment hearing in the corruption cases against Netanyahu, which is currently set for the beginning of October. Netanyahu's defense counsel is expected to respond by next week if the prime minister intends to appear for the scheduled hearing date. A Jordanian news site is reporting that U.S. President Donald Trump's senior advisor and son-in-law Jared Kushner is expected to arrive in the kingdom tomorrow in the framework of a visit to the region. There was no independent confirmation of the report. Earlier this week, Khan reported that Kushner is in advanced contacts to come to Israel for a meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. The American president's special envoy is seeking to rally support for Washington's peace initiative, whose economic components are expected to be rolled out at a Bahrain workshop next month, which has been slammed by the Palestinians. The IDF says it views as very grave last night's cross-border incident in which a Syrian air defense battery fired at an Israeli fighter jet on a routine mission over Israel. The shell fell inside Syrian territory and there were no Israeli injuries or damage. In response, the Israel Air Force struck the Syrian battery. 
A Syrian military source said that one soldier was killed and another wounded. A Syrian monitoring group said that the injured soldier later died of his injuries, bringing to two the fatalities in the Israeli retaliatory strike. Prime Minister Netanyahu issued a statement last night saying that Israel will not tolerate any aggression against it and will respond forcefully. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 17 wanted Palestinians. They were suspected of involvement in terror and disturbances. A gay pride flag was hung last night on the entrance to the rabbinate offices in Jerusalem by unknown persons, and on the floor another flag was drawn alongside the phrase, Love your neighbor as yourself. The incident comes after Jerusalem's chief Ashkenazi rabbi, Arya Stern, asked the city mayor, Moshe Leon, not to allow the hanging of gay pride flags along the route of the Pride March, which is scheduled to be held in the capital next week. And finally, a new survey released by the Israel Cancer Association ahead of World No Tobacco Day, which will be marked this weekend, shows that 50% of young smokers in Israel have considered stopping because of the recent price hike in cigarettes and rolling tobacco. The weather outlook slightly warmer with temperatures continuing to rise tomorrow with unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions developing in the hills and inland. Thursday the same. Cooler on Friday, but still unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions in the hills and inland. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 26, Beersheba 34, and in Eilat going up to 39 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.